1: Dan, it has been a great week
0: on Desert Island Dicks. Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of interaction. It's been good. Yeah, what a great episode with Jay Rayner as well. I tell you what, you know what, sometimes someone comes along, I love all our guests obviously, but sometimes someone comes along who just feels like, just tailor-made for ranting about dicks and uh, Jay was that person. Just takes the format with both hands and just absolutely smashes
1: it out of the park. Yeah,
0: yeah very candid very uh, open very blunt perfect exactly what you want yeah it's, it's
1: brilliant and thank you for any anyone listening to this that has interacted on Twitter let us know that they've enjoyed the episode we've had some great reviews this week on the podcast as well so just thank you to everyone that's listened and has gotten in touch.
0: Yeah. And if you're one of the listeners who uh, is a new listener who has come to us via the Jay Rayner episode, this isn't the normal kind of episode. What this is is compact dicks. This is where me and James once a week uh, talk about listeners' submissions, things that you guys have sent in, dicks that annoy you and you want to share... With us and the listeners, and uh, but we also do the regular weekly episodes of Desert Island Dicks as well, which is just me and a guest talking for about an hour.
1: The format of Compact Dicks is it's nice and short, compact for you to. Uh... Have a quick listen while you're getting ready for your day um, and fill your life with dicks before
0: you get started. And if you want to send in yours, if you listen to this and you think, yeah, I want to have my say about who or what I think is a dick, then you can contact us. Go to dickspod.com slash contact. James, read out an example of someone who's done just that.
1: Great. Well, here's a great example. This is a lovely, nice, short one. and And this is what we mean. It doesn't need to be, you know, a full... Life story about it. Although we do love those as well. Phil has emailed to say, "This is an animal I've just found found out about. It's not a dick, but it is a dick dick. Google it. It's amazing. Tar for all the dicks." Phil, Dan, Google uh, dick, dick, dick
0: dick. D I K. Dick dick. I think I know what this is. is it some kind of marsupial.
1: It no. is. Oh
0: yeah, it's like a deer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he chose like an tiny, animal called a dick dick. Uh, yeah. It's a tiny little antelope. I actually
1: think it's kind of cute-looking, like a little, a little Bambi-looking thing.
0: It's only thirty to forty centimeters tall at the shoulder. It's like a tiny little
1: deer. So for some oh, reason, quite nice, is Phil decided to put that animal on the island. Great.
0: Move on. What's next? Um, I have this one. Uh, this is from Richard Cleaver, and mm. uh, I mean this one. This one, he's he's not holding back. Okay. He says, Hi, Dan and James. The person I'd like to nominate is Jilly Golden, the English wine critic, journalist and so-called television personality. I was unfortunate to meet the bitch in real life at a <laughs> oh village fete when she was announcing winners of homegrown fruit and veg prizes. In all of television history, past and present, there is not one single human being that has evoked a more vitriolic hatred and caused me to spit violent obscenities at my television than that arrogant pompous fuckwit. Firstly, how can wine tasting or sommelier be a job? You drink wine for a living, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, the tongue has around 10,000 taste buds and are constantly being reduced. Invariably, our sense of taste is constantly changing. Therefore, the exact same wine can taste different to different people and naturally will be different to any one person respectively. A specific hint of flavour might appear totally apparent to one and totally insignificant or untraced to another palate. Simple. We all have different preferences, too. It makes us unique. One man's poison is another man's wine, to misquote a proverb. I don't need some stuck-up piss swigger telling me what she detects from gargling (laughs) with a South African Rioja fine hints of semi-digested loganberries my ass <laughs> sorry for being somewhat bitter and pedantic but i feel extremely passionate about my choice also i admit to being ever so slightly inebriated by some rather lovely riesling from my local Niddle. cheap and nasty but comes with a very handy screw top perfect love the podcast carry on chaps cheers richard and east sussex
1: wow that is <sighs> fucking good he just went in that is a genuine I've... choice
0: yeah I feel that if if his email was a type of wine, it would be a champagne, and the cork has just sprung out, and his uh bile has just spewed all over this podcast. Wow, Dan <laughs> that's <was> great it <laughs> so get, getting a bit jilly gold there yeah, you got in fully jilly okay,
1: yeah, fair play. Jilly goes on that's it Dan. Uh, as mm. well as getting in touch via dickspod.com slash contact, people can also yeah. get in touch with us on social media. And we are at dickspod on Twitter and at dickspod on Instagram too. And we've had a few messages of dicks for Instagram. Should I read, read you one? Read us some social dicks. Okay, their name is Anna. Hi, I'm here for the compact thing. <laughs> <laughs> and want to put my old violin teacher, and I know you don't know her, but she was like this 100 year old lady that would teach us these really boring pieces of music. And mind me, these were difficult pieces of music. We had this whole choir, and I was only eight, but I hated this teacher so much because if you got one little note wrong, she would scream and shout and send you to the head's office. Still, bear in mind, the violins were practically taller than us, but she was just so awful, and it gets worse so I don't know if you play music but there's a note called a quaver and she would just Mm. randomly in the middle of a boring talk about how we shouldn't get anything wrong she would stop, look at the floor and scream quaver while clenching her head and inseparably scratching it. What? (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) And she scared the shit out of me. And I think if I was on the island with her, she would just make everyone do everything for her. Wow, Mm. the bit that really got me is where the teacher would just stop in the middle of a conversation, grab her head and shout, Quaver!
0: (laughs) I mean, I suppose if there's anything likely to drive you mental, it's um, a classroom of eight-year-olds playing the violin. But at the same time, you know, you took the job. You know, you you live with the consequences. And, yeah, it's it's back. because music is such an important thing and to sort of put you off music at an early age is very, very uh, detrimental. You know, there's a responsibility there, I think. Yeah, put her on. That's great. Thank you, Anna. This email is from Jess. She says, hi, Hi, both. Love the show. She says, my food dick is solidified cow mucus, a.k.a. cheese. Every fucking person in the world seems to love cheese and I just don't get it. Milk is bad enough because it's basically baby cow juice. We wouldn't bottle and sell breast milk, would we? But then some absolute genius was like, hey, let's let this go hard and mouldy. Won't that be tasty? And now everyone treats it like it's some incredible delicacy and I'm the weird one for not wanting to eat it. No, it deserves to be put on that island along with all the people that love it. Whoa. I do not agree with this, but yeah, go. Well... Yeah, I like cheese a lot and I can handle some pretty weird cheeses, but I also can totally see why it's a weird thing, you know? Yeah. I think Babatunde uh, Aleshe, he uh, he hates cheese as well. In mm-hmm. uh, his episode, he he goes on about it. And I think, you know, like, you ever been in, like, a nice restaurant where they bring you, like, a cheese board round and oh, it's just, yeah. like... You know some, like, restaurants where they've got loads and you just pick a few off of the board? And it's, yeah. like this table of weird oozing fucking things that look like they're found on a tree in a forest or something. That's true, yes. I know this is nice, but this is fucked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've
1: I've definitely been chowing down on some cheese before and thought, God, I can't stop eating it, Uh, but it's also borderline disgusting. I think you are right, yeah.
0: We've got a camembert in the fridge, right? And every time I open the fridge, I'm like, God, that stinks. And that's not a pleasant smell, but I know I want to eat it. It doesn't make sense. It's it's weird. Dan, you've got to get that thing in the
1: oven. Get that thing in the oven
0: soon. We're we're going to. That's uh, maybe
1: tonight. Oh, what a treat. Um, OK, great. I understand that. I think that's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, fair
1: enough. All right, yeah, fair play. That's your choice. You know, please send us more. We, we love to hear uh, about your, your choices for dicks and uh, all the more personal to you, the better. Dan, I feel like at this junction of the podcast, if this is your first time listening to it, we tend to check in with my dad yeah he featured um on the 50th episode of the podcast the john deacon special and now he is the regular contributor to compact dicks dan do you want to hear what he's got to say
0: i can't wait
2: hi james hi dan well great news uh we're in the last week of the lockdown and then we're free to uh maybe go out for a drink and perhaps go to a restaurant for a meal Talking about restaurants, it was a brilliant episode this week with uh, restaurant critic uh, Jay Rayner. Now he chose uh, Michael Gove, Gordon Ramsay and, uh, and his English teacher. Gove has only been chosen once by comedian and writer Richard Herring. Now, Richard, um, he went to the same uni as uh, Gove, um, Oxford uni, no less. He went on to tell a couple of interesting stories about Gove, so that's well worth a listen. But um, I particularly liked a comment by Big Brother 5 and a Celebrity Big Brother contestant, Victor Ebua. He described Gove as a weasel who would sell you a condom full of razor blades and toothpicks. Now, as for Gordon Ramsay, he's been chosen a few times. Comedian Lucy Porter, right, now she gave him a right roasting, if you'll excuse the pun. Uh, That's a great listen. I also like writer and podcaster Sam Pamphilon's episode. Now, Sam worked for a few years as a chef in Peter Stringfellow's club. He goes on to say how he went from actually idolising Ramsay to actually loathing him. Now, um, Sam also talks about a couple of celebs who frequented Stringfellows. That's a very funny episode, it's a great listen. Funny enough Gordon Ramsay filmed one of his episodes of Kitchen Nightmares in our hometown you know it showed him bullying a restaurant owner for a couple of weeks and uh, you know then they invited local the mayor and the local councillors into the restaurant for the official opening you know got them drunk and they were saying how fantastic it all was and uh, funny enough that particular restaurant and I kid you not, it went bust literally a few months after that episode was shown on air. So this week's menu is, for starters, uh, Lucy Porter. Uh, for mains, you've got uh, Sam Pamphilon. And for dessert, you've got uh, Richard Herring with a nice dollop of uh, Victor Ebue on the top. So, um, bon appétit. And oh, don't forget to leave a tip at uh, Dick's Pod. So, cheers. Bye. And there we go,
1: very foodie related choices from my dad.
0: Yeah, thank you for that uh, for putting together a lovely tasting menu for us John. That was uh, wonderful. I liked it. He's what very a good range. at remembering episodes. Yeah, he's really good at remembering all these episodes that are sort of, you know, in the back catalog and pulling out tidbits from them. He's I mean, you know, we talked about sommeliers earlier. He's kind of like a Desert Island Dick sommelier, isn't he? Oh. Sort of suggesting what will go with your week.
1: You know. What will go with your week, Dan? This is poetry. That's really good. I mean, yeah, I think to find out that he's the desert island sommelier will probably make his week. Um, I do feel like that's the longest feature that my dad has ever sent us, and I'm slightly worried we've enabled him a little bit. But, um, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, the fame's not gone to his head. Oh, and he mentioned Peter Stringfellow there. Funnily enough, he also talked about Stringfellow in his episode. Episode, that you can go and check out the 50th episode where he talks about Peter Stringfellow in a thong oh. and he goes deep in talking about Peter Stringfellow and his wrinkly ass in a thong. So please uh, go and listen to that. Oh
0: horrendous horrendous stuff. Okay, well, we're sort of at the end of uh, the amount of time we've got for this, because this is, after all, compact... Well, it's compact dicks, isn't it? So we can't go on for too long. Um, But, as ever, we welcome your submissions at dickspod.com slash contact. You can email us about anything that we have on the podcast. So, you know, if you want to nominate a person who's a dick, a food, a drink, a film, a song, or an animal, that's all fine. Um, But sometimes I like to give you a little sort of, uh, yeah... A a suggestion if you want to get involved and you haven't got any ideas, something to sort of channel your thoughts and um, earlier we read out one uh, about that violin teacher and on Jay Rayner's episode one of his choices was his old English teacher and that got me thinking about one of my old teachers um, when I was about I think eight years old and like Jay I went for a little while, I went to a private school which seems to have like they seem to breed complete nutters for teachers. Um, and this teacher, this is genuine. I'm not going to say his name out loud because his name, his surname, is actually a racial slur. But it wow. was genuine. His, na- his name was Mr. C O O N. That was his actual name. Wow. Okay. This, this is extraordinary. But he was, um, like, and in- you know, when people are just like so mad, like, I don't think you could have a teacher like him today. This was kind of very late '80s, early '90s. And uh he was big into corporal punishment to the point where, like, he if he did something wrong, he wouldn't just make you stand on the corner. He had, like, a line drawn very low on the wall where you'd have to stand with your hands against this line and your feet sort of a few metres back. So you're leaning at an incredibly weird angle and what? he'd just leave you there like that for a while what a when you're, like, eight freak. or nine.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: One time... I got uh, two kids were messing around and, like, stole my shoes and I was kind of, you know, like, we had a bit of a scuffle. Uh, being about nine years old, I sort of went up and said, look, they've nicked my shoes and done all this. And he didn't like me because I had long hair and wouldn't get it cut. So he went, oh, well, it's probably because you've got long hair and they think you're a girl. That's probably why they stole your shoes and that was it.
1: Oh, so- my God. As a child.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's he was like, unbelievable. Basically, I'm calling out uh fascist school teachers because you know the thing is, and look, my mum was a teacher for years, like you can always remember the worst teachers you had, but also the best teachers, right? Mm. So, I'm not you know, mm, like it's a true. really hard job, yeah? yeah, it's a difficult job, and like the best teachers can inspire you in a subject that you previously hated. You know, like one year you might hate biology, the next year you get a new teacher, and suddenly it's your favorite subject, like there's such it, it, like um, you know in important characters which means when you get one like this who's gone rogue and just hates all people and is like something out of roll Yeah. then they I don't deserve think it, to be put yeah, on a it, There's island. no
1: excuse. I mean, Pretty Patel, some would say, has got a hard job. There's no point in shouting at people. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just <laughs> unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, it hasn't damaged me. I'm not bitter at all, obviously. I don't sort of, you know, <laughs> you spend my life on a daily ranting basis. about people. I, yeah, spending my life ranting about people on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, for some form of catharsis. Um, but yeah, like, anyway stories of like dicks at school teacher dicks that kind of thing not actual teachers dicks but you know what i mean mm. um and that would be wonderful send them into dickspod.com contact um dan this has been great this has been great i've enjoyed it you know what actually this week we had so many we couldn't quite fit them all in but uh yeah. we have read them we have enjoyed them we might try we'll try and get back to them at a later date so if we yours didn't get read out no hard feelings baby
1: but keep them coming in and uh, perhaps we'll read them out uh, later date. Um, Dan, should we do this next week?
0: I would love to. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 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 Bye.